This is Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. We have another great episode today of Change for Your Dollar, where we have conversations and talk about the blessings and burdens around money and faith and life. I'm your host, John Putnam. Hey, everybody. I hope you're doing well. It is good to be back with you today. Man, I've got something fun to share today. We're going to talk about how little actions, little bitty small actions that over time can lead to big results, either positively or negatively. And to set the stage, I'm going to take you back to probably seventh or eighth grade science class. This would be a fun question to ask in one of my church workshops. I'd love to see the hands that go up. If I asked you the question, if I said the word speleothem, would you know what I'm talking about? All right, now, I'm just assuming that my listeners are smarter than the average bear, as they say, and you raised your hand. But just in case... Just in case, let me bring it back down so people understand what it is. If I said, do you know what a stalactite or a stalagmite is, would you raise your hand? And of course you would. That is exactly what a speleothem is. The dictionary definition from Oxford is a structure formed in a cave by the deposition of minerals from water, like a stalactite or stalagmite. Now, here's an interesting little fun fact I'd like to just toss into the conversation. So, you know, if you're having a little um, lull in the conversation in the church courtyard this week, or maybe you're looking for something to talk about on a date or at the kitchen table, how about this? When you're talking about a stalactite or a stalagmite, one forms from the ceiling and points downward, and one starts from the floor and points upward. Well, which one's a stalactite and which one's a stalagmite? Here's the secret. The word stalactite has a C in the middle of the word, and therefore it starts from the ceiling and comes down Stalagmite has a G in the middle of the word, so it starts from the ground and points up. So if you want to be a little bit smarter than other people in your group this week, throw that one out at them. <laughs> okay, I digress a little bit into my seventh or eighth grade science, but let me get back to the point on hand because these structures are formed over hundreds and thousands of years, one little drip at a time. But if you ever look at the pictures of these stalagmites and stalactites in the Carlsbad Caverns, these pictures are incredible. I have never personally visited Carlsbad Caverns, but there is no question it would be an incredible sight to see. So I know you're asking, John, what does this have to do with me and my money and my faith? Every day, every week, every month, we are making little choices, little drips, just like the stalactites and stalagmites, little drips over time that have a tendency to add up in big results. And if you're making good decisions, they have a tendency to end up in larger, better results. If you're making poor decisions, they have a tendency to end up in 
poorer, less desirable results. Let me give you an example to put this in financial context. Just a simple habit that so many of us have during our work days. So if you go to the office every day, and if I asked you, would you spend a few dollars for a cup of coffee on the way to work or during the day? And would you spend nine or ten dollars for lunch? And then on the weekends, you know, get a pizza and with a tip might be twenty dollars. Does that sound like sort of a normal pattern? Well, you'd be amazed how many people have a simple pattern like that. Now, on the surface, that might not sound like too much or too extravagant. And per purchase, it's not. But when you add it all together, you're spending about $60 during the work week, about $20 on the weekend. You multiply that out 52 weeks, it's over $4,000 of after-tax expenses every single year. Now, I've got nothing against buying a cup of coffee or buying lunch or getting a pizza on the weekends. This is just an example, just like the drips of water on the speleothems. It's the same concept. These little drips over time have big results. Now, let's not leave out those of you who may be working from home, right? Because there are still expenses. In a December 2021 article from Restaurant Business Online, and it reported that many workers are paying a major premium to have lunch delivered, that one of the more popular delivery services, the average cost of a lunch ticket was $18.20. You throw in the same pizza on the weekends, and now you're north of $5,500 a year. And what I really appreciated in the article is that they compared it to the cost of cooking at home, which was just a little bit under $7. So this is not like it's $4,000 or $5,500 to zero. No, because the difference between spending all of this money on prepared food versus doing it at home could be anywhere from $1,200 to $2,000 a year. And no matter how you look at that, it is a substantial amount of dollars. In the book of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 15 reads, Catch the foxes for us, the little foxes that spoil the vineyards, for our vineyards are in blossom. I love that word picture. If you've been listening to me for a while, you understand that I grew up on a farm. So whenever I see agricultural or animal examples, they hold a very special place in my heart. But think about these little financial foxes. What are they in your life? And even though you may be able to identify them, what do you think is the driver behind them? Well, you know, I came from the financial advisory industry, coming on some 20,000 conversations with individuals and couples that are just like you. And I observed three common perspectives when it came to these little foxes or these little drips that compound over time. Perspective number one, you minimize the amount. Well, it's just $2 or it's just $3 or it's just $18.20. And 
Because I'm not driving to work every day, I'm saving money on gas and car maintenance and on my dry cleaning or my clothing budget. Therefore, it's okay. Perspective number two, you may justify it. Well, I work hard. I deserve this. This is my treat. And you justify the action without fully calculating the larger financial results and impact to the options you have for the exact same result, such as cooking at home versus ordering out or eating out. Okay, I'm gonna pause here just for a second because I want you to stick with me. I know what you're saying. John, this is different. You don't understand. This is starting to maybe touch a nerve, as my dad would say, or as my kids called him, Papa would say, and this comes out of the mouth of a 93-year-old much better than someone my age, but he said, son, sometimes preaching turns to meddling. (laughs) So I know this is meddling a little bit, but stick with me because I want to share some thoughts at the end to wrap all this up. And perspective number three, you default to it. This is simply where your financial expenditure has become a habit. It's just what you naturally do, and it's a default. It's not really thought about anymore. It's not compared or contrasted to the option. It's just what you do when you do it. I really appreciate the quote from C.S. Lewis when he wrote, Good and evil increase at compound interest. That's why the little decisions we make every day are of infinite importance. The smallest good act today is the capture of a strategic point from which a few months later you may go on to victories you never dreamed of. Now, in closing, we're not talking about good and evil or good and bad in this example. Today, all I wanted to accomplish was to shine a light on some common choices that we all make. And let me repeat, of course, there's nothing wrong with getting a cup of coffee or getting lunch out or a pizza on the weekend for pizza night or game night or movie night with the family. The key here, though, is just to understand what's driving these choices. If you've been thoughtful about it and you have put this into your budget and it works, then good for you. But if it is happening and it's being minimized or it's being justified or it's just a default and you don't think about it anymore, my prayer is that this might encourage you to take a look at these little drips that are forming these stalactites and stalagmites in your finances or these little foxes that are getting in and spoiling the vineyards, chewing on the blossoms and the grapes that can get in the way of your long-term financial success. As always, thank you for joining me for this short-form podcast today. And as always, If this was of interest or you feel it would be of interest to someone you know, a family member, a friend, a coworker, would you please send this to them? And if you like these podcasts that I'm sharing with you, would you please go in and give me a great five-star rating on whatever app you are using? That would be such a blessing to me. Thank you all so very much. Hope you have a great day and I will look forward to next time. 
You've been listening to Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. Thank you for joining me for Change for Your Dollar, where we have real conversations exploring the burdens and blessings around money, faith, and life. For more tools and resources, please visit changeforyourdollar.com. I'm John Putnam. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to being with you again next time.